Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I was very interested to read uh, on Global News about a poll that was conducted uh, internationally by Ipsos, and that poll shows that as far as social distancing is concerned, most of the world doesn't think that social distancing will stop the coronavirus. 59% of Canadians think so, but globally that's not really the picture. Daryl Bricker joins us. He's the president and CEO of Ipsos Public Affairs. Daryl, first question always, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you, Ryan? I'm fine. Let's get, we have to get that established out of the gate. What are the international numbers as far as those who don't believe social distancing will stop coronavirus? Well, I'd say in most countries, it's at least half the people in, in those places. I mean, it's a pretty strong number in Canada, too, uh, who don't think that it actually is working and, or will work. And, and when you take a look at uh, what um, is happening, and why people think it's happening, you, you can understand the logic. So uh, the first thing is, do people actually think that the reason that the virus is spreading is because the, uh, the um, initiatives that we put in place have failed? And about 70% actually don't think that. They think it's more like a random type of an event, almost like a natural disaster or a tornado striking or a, or a hurricane blowing in or whatever. So they, they, they kind of regard it from that perspective. Although it's starting to change a bit, that's their current view. Uh, the second thing is um, whether or not they think that uh, their own health is imperiled by this. And the truth is, most people, only 31% of Canadians uh, today, and it's similar numbers when you go to other places, actually think that this is a personal threat to them. So staying in is not really protecting you from from anything because people uh, probably uh, inaccurately think that they're not going to become infected. What they're far more worried about right now is the economic impact. Uh, and, you know, the other indicator that's really confounding in terms of demonstrating that all of these things are working is that the numbers keep going up every day. So the problem that we're facing is that there's we've got this uh, collection of different ideas that are leading people to believe that what they're engaging in, even if they accept that it's the right thing to do, is really not protecting them from anything. You know, I've been thinking about this and the, the numbers that you were able to uh, put together internationally, what you heard from people, and I wonder whether we live in a in a in a world now where everything is done so rapidly, everything happens fast. If you watch a movie, the situation develops in the first ten minutes, and then it reaches reaches critical climax, and you know, with twenty minutes to go, and then an hour and a half later, everything is over. And uh, I was overhearing a bit of a conversation. And what I heard some people say was, well, you know, this is going to be over in the next few weeks. This is going to be over in about a month and a half. I think there may be some false sense of security that there's a time limit to things now and that when, a, when, a, when an issue or a crisis develops, it's going to be over in relatively short order. I wonder how much, how pervasive that thinking is. Oh, it's really strong. So if you ask Canadians whether this is going to be over by June, 60% of us say yes. So, you know, and, and that's, a, that's a prevalent 
opinion in, in all the countries that we, that we surveyed. So the, that's why I said it, this is actually, you know, we're hearing a lot of rhetoric about, you know, we're fighting this long war. Well, actually, the public currently believes it's more like a natural disaster. Mm-hmm. Something that's just happened, and we're going to do a few things to deal with it, and then we're going to pop out of it uh, back to normal relatively fast. But anybody who's you know paying any attention to any of the projections or any of the science out there knows that that's uh, that's that's a pretty remote case. So, if a majority of people around the world in the countries that you surveyed, that you polled, say that they don't believe that social distancing is going to specifically uh, affect the spread of the coronavirus or the end of the pandemic that's not a good thing as far as um making progress fighting this virus is concerned if there's that attitude out there now that that doesn't augur well for um for for moving forward yeah it really it, it really is a difficult situation because people don't feel that their their health is 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 being threatened so the reason that they feel they're being asked to stay in is not because they're going to infect anybody or actually be infected by anybody, but that everybody else is the problem and not them. So it, it's uh, it's um, we've gotten into a really strange kind of communications environment right now, where there's a lot of contradictory kinds of threads of thinking that are going around. And even though our public health officers are doing their very best to tell tell us the truth about what's going on and they're giving really great advice as to what should be done, there's other indicators out there that are suggesting it's not really working. So, you know, when you go on the news every day and you see, uh, you know, numbers of cases going up and numbers of deaths going up, just like they're you know, being reported like they're news on the stock market or something like that, the reaction is, well, why am I here? <laughs> what, what, what is this for? So the, um, uh, not among the majority of the population, but enough of the population. So the, the, the situation is, is, is pretty complicated. The economic part of it, is the part that people really feel they're going to be affected by. So if you go and ask Canadians whether or not their personal finances are going to be affected by what's going on, that number's now in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you ask them if they're personally going to become infected by the coronavirus, that number's more like, in, well, I can tell you the number's 31. And so the, the economic concerns have been escalating much quicker, and the, uh, the uh, size of the economic concern, the level of economic concern among Canadians, is stronger than the healthcare concern. You know, Daryl, you and I spoke at length on several occasions about the fact, and this is what your Ipsos polling showed, 48% yeah. of Canadians are saying they're within $200 of not being able to pay their bills at the best of times at the end of the month. Right. And and so we've got, I think, really good, specific, precise advice from our, 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 our healthcare professionals as how we should be fighting this um, yes. th- this problem, this virus. But on the other side, there isn't somebody who's the economic version of that saying, giving people really practical advice about how they're supposed to deal with this. So what Canadians have heard at this point is a lot of, I would say, encouraging news from from, uh, the federal government, the provincial government, even the municipal governments about what they're going to do to help. But how one accesses that help and what that help is actually going to mean practically in a day-to-day way for most people, they don't know. So over the next two to three weeks, what I expect to see is, yes, we'll continue to be concerned about the health care issues, but if we continue to be locked up and continue to have a situation with our uh, with our uh, economy going the direction that it's going, and it really impacts people personally as they are predicting or as they feel it will impact them, then we're going to run into some very difficult times going probably into the next two to three weeks and definitely you know before the end of April. Well, and people, though, on the uh, on another aspect of your polling, 
people don't want their borders closed. And, and the majority of people are saying that internationally. Yeah, and, so, and the reason is because other people are responsible for this. Exactly. That's the thing. Exactly, so that's the I thinking. Don't feel yeah. I'm personally threatened, but I think everybody else, there are some people out there, some people out there who need to behave uh, better, particularly people who are coming in from other places. So it's, uh, it, like I said, it's a very complicated, interwoven um, series of different opinions and ideas that really uh, are more complicated uh, than just simply saying uh, to people, hey, I'm going to give you the best advice about why you should stay home, and if you just do that, everything will be fine. That's not quite how the public's thinking right now. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.